Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. August 18, 2020, the Cowper's Faces Questions Edition. First up, from Andrew Hill on his always great on management company, excuse me, on management column in the Financial Times, if you can work from anywhere, can anyone do your job? He tells the story of a developer named Bob who worked from home for a large company. It turned out for the past seven years, he had outsourced his own job to China. He sent a chunk of his salary to a Chinese consulting firm to do the work so he could basically play during the day. Uh, It turned out that Bob was an exemplary employee. His code was clean, well-written, and submitted in timely fashion. Quarter after quarter, his performance review noted him as the best developer in the building, except that he wasn't in the building, and he wasn't even the developer writing the code. So what does all that mean? Well, Andrew Hill explores that in this column. Uh, Next up, from the Wall Street Journal, CalPERS faces questions following uh, investing veterans' abrupt departure. Um, the Wall Street Journal has picked up a story that uh, I uh, actually talked about on a news segment a couple of weeks ago, and Calper's investment chief resigned suddenly on August 5th amid questions about potential conflicts of interest raised by his personal investments. Now board members are calling for an inquiry into the fund's handling of the matter. Several members of the 13-person board are asking whether Calper's chief executive, uh, when she learned about uh the former investment chief, Ben Ming, who steered money into a firm that he was personally invested in. They also want to know what procedures the $412 billion fund has in place to keep investment officials from running afoul of conflicts of interest rules. Uh, There's to be a board meeting uh, on Monday, yesterday, uh, about uh, this issue. And uh, the uh, pension fund, which has grappled with chronic turnover um, and has several other issues. The fund this month referred to an internal review concerning Mr. Ming's personal investments to uh, the California Fair Political Practices Commission, which investigates conflicts of interest. So more trouble for CalPERS. Interestingly, uh, as also reported by the Wall Street Journal, former McDonald's CEO Steve Easterbrook says, first of all, he's fighting uh, McDonald's attempts to claw back his severance, and he said McDonald's had information about the relationships, uh, that he didn't hide anything. It was buried in emails. Of course, he didn't say anything about it because, you know, that's not his role to tell the truth. Uh, His role is to simply not destroy evidence. So it's going to be um, interesting to see if McDonald's moves forward with this suit. Obviously, a very unusual to seek a clawback from a former CEO in court. Nevertheless, um, if McDonald's had the information, you have to ask, why was that not unearthed? Uh, Probably because they didn't do any investigation. And finally, from the Financial Times, it's always great uh, business books of the year have come out. While I don't have time to go through each one of these, perhaps we'll save that for a Sunday book review. Uh, Check out the article I've linked to the uh, Financial Times, so hopefully you can uh, get access to it, although it may be behind a firewall. So the always great Financial Times Books of the Year. 
The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.